Oh my. Oh my, oh my. What a wonderful day. I'm sorry. <laughs> I've been singing all day so, today. It's been really disturbing. Good. Yeah. We're going to sing tonight. Oh, are we? Because it's episode 36 of Our Four Cents, the podcast that encourages you to brush twice daily. <laughs> it leaves that sticky film on your teeth. Yeah, uh, wait, us? Yes. Oh, Oh, that's gross. I wasn't gonna. Well, I wasn't going there with it, but sure. But that's that's where we went. (laughs) That's where we did. Uh, welcome to the show. As always, I am your host, Zach. I put my pants on one leg at a time, (laughs) Arnaman. And joining me, as always, is my bestest friend in the whole wide world, Mark. Mark, I don't believe in pants, Smith. (laughs) I'm not wearing them now. I didn't think you would be. Thank God for the card table. I'm wearing them now, and I just did. <laughs> Pete hey, Tang. How you doing this week, Mark? Fantasmic. Why? Uh, setting out on new adventures. Expand on that. I, uh, the new adventures of Old Christine. I'm watching it. Oh, it's not that. It's not terrible, but it's not good. <laughs> I'm it's actually g- not watching it. I've oh. never actually really seen it. Oh. Yeah. Well, way to really put me on the spot I'm right there. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, do you find Julia Louis-Dreyfus attractive? She's cute. Yeah. yeah. She hasn't changed in 20 years. No, no. We Good. share that quality. I'm really like 99 years old. I was going to say, like, you know, I have said before that fact number 36 about Mark Smith you don't know is that you were born this big. So yeah. that just means that you've looked like you were 27 for 20 years. For 27 years. Your poor mother. Yeah. Your poor mother. Yeah. Don't, never mind. <laughs> I'm not going to say what I was just going to say. I was going to say she probably never gets urinary tract infections anymore because nothing could get blocked up in there. Nope. Not after you nope. came out. It's like a venerable slip and slide. It's like here? a slip and slide. That's what I was going to say. Or a hotel water slide. Oh, wow. You just called your mom's vagina a hotel I water know, slide. I know. I know. I know. I'm a terrible son. <laughs> Everybody rides on it. And I'm an occasion- okay moon, though. Everybody rides on it, and occasionally a little kid shits on it. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. I know. Sorry, and Mrs. I was gonna make a Soleil Moon fried joke. So- no, I'm not gonna. Sorry, Mark's mom. Yeah, Mrs. Mark's mom to yeah. you, sir. Oh, uh. <laughs> that's terrible. What else has you got going on? Ow! So I really started kicking into gear the Rosetta Stone Spanish software. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Should we do a Spanish episode? Absolutely not. Okay. Unless you want it to be about the stuff from Taco Bell and how to get it and how to get rid of it. Okay. Yeah. Sure. That's all I got. I don't really follow you. So far. But I also don't speak... How to order the stuff from Taco Bell in Spanish. Yeah. And then where to go to get rid of it after you're done eating it. Oh, to the bathroom? El Baños? Yes. Los Baños. Los Baños. Because you're going to need multiples. All the way home. It's all that soy protein you eat. And the little pig went wee, wee, wee all the way home. (laughs) No, it sounds like the little pig went... (laughs) (laughs) High class. Yeah. High class show, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, like I said, it's the podcast that encourages you to wash that taste out of your mouth. Or brush twice daily. Yes. Listerine. Use it. R4 Sensorine. Uh, So we have an Arizona Missions from Uh from John. Uh John Carmichael. (laughs) So, uh, why I'm don't scared. you... Yeah, I am too, a little bit. Uh, it's, no. I hope it's not about last week's episode. <laughs> the one where you were drunk the whole I time. I wasn't drunk the whole... I don't even know what you're talking about. I wasn't even close to drunk. Bullshit. Click play. Not pl- even close Click to play. drunk. Click play. Hey, our Four Sense listeners. This is Errors and Omissions with John. Well, episode 35 was kind of a pile of fuck, no? First, it was the gayest show opening ever. I don't really yep. know what was going on with the two of you. Maybe uh, you had a little too much to drink, or perhaps not enough. I'm not really sure. First, to answer Mark's question about brass tacks, there's not really a solid definition of where that comes from. One belief is that it comes from the brass tacks that were put in counters at Draper's to measure fabric to precise Lengths. See, that's where you get so, your brass tacks from. That's oh, wow. probably the best you got there. Oh, yeah. You guys were talking about Hulu Plus. It is awesome if you're looking to watch stuff that's new, like Community and all that stuff. I got rid of cable. It was the best decision I ever made. And Hulu oh, Plus totally saves yeah. my life for those kinds of shows. Zach was right. There are 5,280 feet in a mile. Damn it, And Mark, bitch. you said that they were redoing Let's Make a Deal with Wayne Brady. That's been going on since 2009. They <laughs> shot the first pilot. He's been doing that for a while. I think they just moved the time slot recently. Uh, Zach, you brought up Dark Shadows, which is an awesome show, but I was wondering if you meant the original 60s or the redo in 91. 
Uh, the redo in 91 is what got me into it, and then watched the uh, original 60s show, which is pretty awesome. Uh, they tried to redo it again in 2004. They created a pilot, but it never went anywhere. And there's now the film being done for next year, starring Johnny Depp as Barnabas Collins. The images huh. of him in the leaked photos, I'm not buying it yet, but we'll see what happens. You guys talked about your best episodes ever. Obviously, episode 21 was the best, just saying. Ah. One last Hubris. thing. It is the iris sphincter that Mark was talking about, so technically you're both right. It's The sphincter is the muscle that actually causes the iris to I told to you it was still move. called an iris. The last thing iris is, sphincter. since you guys keep fucking up on your movies, I'm assigning you both a movie. No, we did it. It's We're doing it this streaming. one. It's called Moving Violations, and it's awesome. So that is all. Keep we'll rocking, and I'll catch you later. Oh, uh, see? See, even John thinks you were drunk last week. I was not drunk. But you don't remember half of that stuff. Of course I don't. Jesus Christ. You I were like drunk. I like to call last episode, Mark throws Zach off his game. No, you were just drunk. Whatever. Whatever. Mission I was, accomplished. I was right about feet, and I was quasi-right about the iris sphincter. In terms of Dark Shadows, I've never actually watched it. it was I don't just, even remember that conversation. See, you were drunk. <laughs> no, Dark Shadows is like this, like... Like he said, like it was like a '60s kind of soap opera thing. I think that was like more horror themed, like vampires and such. Right. But like, yeah. You know, again, this is all based on nothing because when I was like four, I used to go over to this kid's house all the time. You know, I would be babysat and shit, right. and it was always on TV. It was just always on. I never watched it, but it was just always fucking hmm. there. Dark shadows. Okay, that's nothing to do with Dark City. No. Good. Watch your mouth. I love Darks. I own it on Blu-ray. I know. Yeah. It's such a good movie. It's such a good movie when you skip the first five minutes. Yeah, I was about to say. I just mute it. I don't skip it. I just mute nope, it. Nope. Skip it. Uh, what else did he say in there? There's something else I wanted to comment on. Mm. Oh, yeah. All right, John. Listen, we'll watch Moving Violations, but if you could travel into the future, you would have known that this week... We're going to make up for all the movies we didn't watch. Because it's, yeah, this whole episode is just going to be movie reviews, pretty much. But yeah, last week was the gayest episode ever, and I said that. I don't even remember what the start of it was. Let me flip back in the page of our Four Cents notebooks. Ooh, history. Let's see. (laughs) Zach, the girl next door, Arneman, and his (laughs) bosom buddy, Mark, three sheets of LSD to the wind. Oh, man. That's how it started. And I do I recall her Alicia for half the episode. Didn't yeah, I? <laughs> I do recall that getting way gay right out of the gate. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. We're not afraid of you know. We're not homophobes over here. We're just bigots. Yeah, we're not afraid <laughs> of towing the line. We're just not gonna tongue it. <laughs> oh, oh shit. You know, I noticed you didn't ask, but my week's been pretty good. I never ask you how your week. And is. it really upsets me. Everybody knows what you're up to. Yeah. It's because obviously people care about what I'm up to. Or maybe it's just me. Maybe it is just <laughs> you. People are just tuning in every week just be like, I swear to God, all I want to know is what Zach's doing. Right? <laughs> That's what I've been saying. That's what my mom keeps telling me. <laughs> Honey, I just want to know what's going on in your life. I don't know why your mom has a southern accent. That's okay, because I always do my mom's voice as like a New York you know, Queen's Jewish Italian woman. Oh, yeah? And she doesn't sound like that. Like, oh, Zach, I was wondering if you could go to the casino for me this weekend. (laughs) Like, yeah, ma, no problem. I gotta roll them bones for you, mama. (laughs) Yeah, my mom loves to shoot craps. That's, you know, she's a a penny slot lady. God, penny sluts. Did you just say penny sluts? I said penny sluts, and I was thinking penny sluts. Because I got get out of my brain. Because I got real excited there for a minute. Because I got about ninety-seven cents on me. Do you think four hundred dollars and five cents sucking dick last night? (laughs) Ah, who gave you the nickel? All of them. Oh. Oh. (laughs) I had something funnier to say. I'm sorry. I overrode it with a gay joke. Oh. Oh. (laughs) Break. On this week's episode of R4 Sense, another classic segment of R4 Sense Movie Game. Ooh. 
The New York Giants Philadelphia Eagles edition. Oh. New York Giants won. No, I know. I just, I, 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 I don't like anything involving the Eagles. I know. It Even... actually doesn't have anything. Uh, let me explain the rules to you, okay. Zach. All right. Thanks, Chuck Woolery. You're welcome. Um, each one of these movies mm-hmm. has taken place in either New York or Philadelphia. Okay. If I win, mm-hmm. I get to pick the movie for you to watch this week. If you win, you get to. Because we're, we're evened up. Yeah, we are. Okay. okay. Does that sound? No, that's good. Okay. I like that. All right. Then I'm going to do all six then. Okay. Okay. Okay, so there's bonus points. Ooh. There's bonus points. Explain. So the first four have an underlying theme running throughout, which you should be able to get by, I don't know, movie number two. Okay. So, that's only one bonus point. Okay. Um, but you only need to know the name of the movie mm-hmm. and the town in which it takes place. Which is either New York or Philadelphia. Which is either New so York it's or Philadelphia. 50-50. Yeah. So, one point, one point, and then a miscellaneous extra one point. Okay. If you score above, I don't know, 70%, you win! Hooray! Hooray! You pass with average colors. Okay, <laughs> that's that's fine. All right, number one. A troubled boy and an equally troubled psychologist help each other find closures the psychologist may leave for good. It's the sixth sense, yes, and sir. it takes place in Philadelphia. Damn it. <laughs> Two points. Boom. Swoosh. <laughs> okay, number two. You ready? Yep. The army in this movie is only a red herring as the main character is shot in an airport trying to save the future. It's 12 monkeys, correct? Yes. And that takes place in Philadelphia? New York. Is that your final answer? Uh, yeah, it's New York. Philadelphia. Is it Philadelphia? It is Philadelphia. Fuck. All so right. It's 1%. 75%. Yeah. Okay. This character must save the planet by stopping the great evil which only one girl can do. Remember, you get one hint throughout the entire game. Okay, read it again. This character must save the planet by stopping the great evil which only one girl can do. Oh, it's uh, Fifth Element. Yes, sir. And, uh, you know, they all have Bruce Willis in them. Yes, they do. (laughs) At Uh, least these four do. It's uh, Fifth Element and it takes place in New York. Yes. And space. And space. And Mars. It's not on Mars. Yeah, it is. They go to Mars. Don't they? No. You sure? Yeah. Okay. We'll look that up. They go to like 1914 Egypt and then a Starliner. Oh, is it just a Starliner? Yeah. Oh. Well, fine. Yeah. Okay, moving on. Shit, I could even tell you the name of the big blue alien singing bitch. That's kind of frightening. Pava Laguna. Yeah. Yeah, but you know some of the characters in like Jabba the Hutt. That's true. Palace, which I don't know any of them. Yeah. And I even had the book, it's, which I've mentioned before. Yeah, that's true. Continue. Continue. So what am I up to? I've only missed one point at a possible of out eight. Out of a possible of uh, seven. So oh. you're at six of seven right okay. now. Yeah. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know it's good. This detective is charged with stopping the city itself from bringing one man to a courthouse. 16 blocks, New York City. Yes, sir. God. Yeah, these are too easy. Most deaf. <laughs> also most deaf. Yeah. All right. No, so I, that right was there. my response to it being too easy. Oh. Uh, see? See what uh, I did, I like see what what I did, did there? there? I do. I do. So you're rocking an eight of nine Yeah. Right now. Uh, looks like I'm going to get to pick which movie you want. I'm not. I'm going to move on here to the ones that don't have anything to do with Bruce Willis. Fuck. <laughs> okay. A foreign police officer visits family and winds up in the middle of a biker gang war. <laughs> Oh, Rumble in the Bronx. Yes. Philadelphia. (laughs) Ah, damn it. (laughs) Well, you've won. Oh, is that it? We're going to read the last one anyway. Okay. Three gifted youngsters' lives go into disappointment after their eccentric father leaves during their adolescent years. (sighs) That was my my ace in the hole. What was that? Read read back the numbers? Three gifted youngsters' lives. Yeah. Go into disarray after their eccentric father leaves during their formative years. Three ninjas high noon at Mega Mountain. <laughs> no. Oh. Hulk Hogan. No. Uh, what was it? Do you want your hint? Yeah, give me the yeah, give me the one hint that I never use. The one hint you never use because it's too goddamn easy. Um. Uh, 
What is his name? Give me a second. Give me a second. Danny Glover is in this movie. Okay. He's the dad? No. Angels in the Outfield? No, sir. Lethal Weapon? Think funnier and weirder. Uh, I just... It has nothing to do with the... They're not young in the movie. Yeah, I don't know. I just keep thinking of Bill Cosby movies. I want to keep saying Ghost Dad. Why? I don't know. It just seems right. No, that's terrible. Yeah. Danny Glover is not Bill Cosby. Well, you should be. Maybe no. you should, should change his act I've up a bit. I've never seen that man wear a sweater in his life. Well, maybe you should start. It's getting nippy. seen him wear an eye patch. What movie is it? Three Tannenbaum. Royal Tannenbaum. Oh, Royal t- Royal Tannenbaum. Read that back to me. Have you seen that movie? Yes, I have seen that read movie. Read that back. Pull it up in your notebook and reread this thing. Three gifted youngsters' yes. lives go into disarray. Yeah. When their eccentric father leaves during their adolescent years. Ah, uh, that is not what that movie's about. Their lives would get into, into disarray when he tries to come back into well, their, their lives. Well, their lives are pretty effed up. Because they're all gifted, and yeah. then, like, no, their I, dad leaves, I, no, and I got then they you. go off but that's not the plot of the movie. That's the, the opening know. exposition. I know. Well, the rest of it was pretty much their I said premises. It was my ace in the hole yeah. For a yeah. Okay. I haven't determined a movie for you yet, but oh, we will. We oh, will. there will be. <sighs> that's good. I really like this game. I was actually working on coming up with one because I didn't know if you were going to make a right. do a segment, and right. I was going to do characters named Mark and Zach. Nice. It, like the actual movie characters name, but you know how hard it is to find movie like just to search random movies. Yes, by characters I name? do. Yeah, because it kept <laughs> Remember, coming up. I did Bob and Dan. Yeah, yeah, but all those were like, oh, what about Bob and like Dan? That's you know, the only one. And Dan in real life and shit like I that. I have Dan in real life. No, I know, in fact, but I've never seen that. It's a really good movie. Oh yeah, it's it's one of those touching Steve Carell. On movies. a completely opposite side note, not even opposite. Have you ever seen Wizard all the way through? I've never seen Wizard. I, I just haven't really. No, it has the glove. Yeah, the love it, glove. Doesn't it debut the glove? I think so. I think. Yeah. I never had the glove growing up, but I had the helmet for Duck Hunt. I didn't have any of that crap. All I had was like the gun. Yeah, yeah. that's not as exciting as the helmet. Had the had Spear the and magic helmet. Had the, it had like the eye the reticle, right? Yeah. yeah. And you had to yell something. Call it a rectical. Reticle. Reticle. It's a rectical. Reticle. Rectical. Oh my god! Just move that a a little farther away from the beginning of that word. Radical. <laughs> I didn't have any of that growing up. No. No, but I did have the triple cartridge. Did you have a Genesis growing up? No. See, I didn't either. Did you have a Super Nintendo? Yes. Did you have the bazooka? No. Neither did I. I didn't have any of that crap. Yeah. No. Well, we were talking about Nintendo. I know. I just didn't. Like, the, the closest thing I had to something cool was my, like, turbo controller for my Super Nintendo. Yeah. Where you could have the two settings on each button. It was, yep. like, semi-turbo and totally turbo. Just making Mega Man into a cheater is what you're doing. Well, not re- I mean, not original. You couldn't make original Mega Man into a cheater. No, Nintendo style. Mega Man X. Mega Man X. You could just <laughs> unload. That's what I used to do. You know what the greatest invention was of the 16-bit generation of games? 32X. No, close, <laughs> close. No, I was gonna say the six-button controller for Genesis. See, I, yeah, it didn't ever really bother me. Well, okay, yeah, I, I, like I said, and I played, you know, we didn't own them, so we didn't give a shit. Street Fighter. We, well, no, I mean, my buddies that owns Sega. But. Yeah, but I always made sure that I got to use their Sega because, like, you know, it, the six buttons replaced doing the combination of A, B, and A, D, and B, C. And yeah, that well, it was A, B, and then B, C. Pretty much every permutation AC, you could do. Yeah. yeah, or in the in the fighting games, you had to hit start. Yeah, f- fuck that. You had to hit start and it switched to kicks. And you could use the kicks. Yeah. I don't miss those days. No, sir. Oh, excuse me. Um, I had a point. Did you? Yeah. Oh. It's gone now. That's fine. We'll go to the movie reviews. Unless it comes back. It had something to do with the controllers. About, like, why why they, why Nintendo decided to go off the fucking deep end when it came to controller, when it came to controllers. What, with the 64 controller? Yeah. And the GameCube controller. I like the GameCube one. The GameCube one was weird but Explain comfortable. Explain that C thing to me. I don't... What? The... The C joystick, not really a joystick. Yeah, I don't know. That I couldn't, I couldn't I tell you. I just have four buttons? That I couldn't tell you, but... What was, I actually enjoyed that about the 64 controller. That actually had the buttons? Because yeah. sometimes you need to go angular. 
Sometimes. Oh, you know, it turns a four directional pad into an you know an eight direction. Is it eight? One, two, three, four. Yeah, yeah eight. eight. Yeah. An octagonal. Yes, thank you. Like a stop sign. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Except yellow. Like instead the, of red. Like the Pentagon. Red? No. Let's say red. No pentagram. No. 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 We love God here. Oh, we do. I'm uh, sure. Good. Yeah, we want to succeed in the podcast world, don't we? You know, if the hip hop artists can, you know, go up there and thank Baby Jesus, thank we, Baby Jesus we for got, their number one hit single, "Smack My Mama." Yeah, we got to be able to. We get. We got to be able to thank God. Okay. For something. For this opulence in May- which we sit. Maybe opulence. If I put it in her brownie. Oh. We don't talk about that here. No. No. We don't talk about things like that on talk show. I'm that sleepy. We host. You're sleepy? I'm tired. Since when? Probably since I woke up this morning. Really? Yeah. yeah you woke up the crack at 9 o'clock? Actually, I woke up at 8. Crack at 8. Oh. What'd you do for an hour? I sat there <laughs> wishing I'd go back to sleep. There was a thing on Reddit today that was you know, I don't always wake up early, but when I do, I waste my time on the internet. <laughs> yep. Sounds about right. Never fails. Take a break. Take a break. When we come back, we're going to review the shit out of some movies and a TV show. Ooh. What kind of TV show? A shitty one. Yes. That was real mediocre. (laughs) Taking a break. Breaking it up. Breaking it. Breaking it. Breaking it. R4 Sense Boogaloo. (laughs) Everybody, every like all week, people have been like, "No, it's that it's like whatever it is, part two. Or it's like Electric Boogaloo, <laughs> Jurassic Park, part two. Yeah, Electric Boogaloo, yeah. <laughs> the Lost World, Jurassic Boogaloo." <laughs> Never gonna take my time. That's Never right, our four cents. Rick rolling you since 1928. <laughs> since 2011. Can you believe that in. Three months. Four, ten, months. and two. In 16 more episodes, we'll be at a year. Ew. Or at least, you know, 52 episodes. Ew. That's crazy. Yeah, we'll be over a year. Yeah, we took a couple breaks. So oddly enough, our fiftieth episode will be Yeah. Hey, be the year. That's crazy. That yeah. works out to our advantage. Yeah. Alright, so folks of the show and we can do that highly Shut up, I'm trying to lead us that in highly publicized video episode. Shut up, Mark. I'm trying video to lead podcast. I'm trying to lead in the gold of the episode. This is the gold? The meat, if oh. you will. Mm. The the fortitude. Ooh, so meaty. Yeah, see? It's like taking a smoked ham log and squeezing the shit out of it. And then filling it with rum. <laughs> and then squeezing the shit out of it. <laughs> uh, so fo- rum ham! <laughs> Folks of the show uh, will probably remember, because if you're listening, you're probably new, not knowing what you're getting into. And we yeah. actually have things that we try to do weekly. Try well, to do. For about uh, o- 11 weeks, we haven't really done it. Uh, we have this thing called the movie chess game. Which is, which is essentially uh, Mark tells me to watch a movie, I watch it and review it, and then I tell him to watch a movie, and then he reviews it. Yeah, I know, it sounds kind of boring, but then you can get really inventive and spite the fuck out of people when... Which usually involves me, spiting Zach. Like the time Mark uh, had me watch In the Name of the King a Dungeon Siege yep. Tale. And the time when Mark had Zach watch Jason Takes Manhattan. I forgot about that, you miserable fuck. <laughs> you miserable fuck. So, uh... A few, a few weeks ago. I built ago. up too much credit with the visitor. The, the visitor was really good. Yeah. Um, a few weeks ago, it was my turn to pick, and Mark has never watched X-Files, the show, but I told him to watch the movie. He didn't watch it. Promptly didn't watch it. I reviewed it in the stylings of Mark. Got called out on it. And we were called out on it like three or four times by John Carmichael, yeah. as you heard previously in this episode. Yes. Little did he know, we actually took the time to get through three movies and a TV show that were all kind of part of this game. Kind of. But we'll get through the first two first, which were, um, I switched X-Files for Apocalypto, because yes. Mark had never seen it, and I saw and it once. we watched it that day. And then we watched it that night. And then my turn was to watch Exit Through the Gift Shop, 
which we which we watched over the weekend. Yes. Uh, so I suppose I'll start. Okie dokie. Mark, how'd you feel about Apocalypto? I thoroughly enjoyed Apocalypto. As a follow-up to Passion of the Christ. <laughs> I wouldn't put it as a follow-up to Passion of the Christ. Granted, it was. Is right the follow-up. I know, I know, I know. Um, but yeah. Um, I, it's really hard to explain, because, you know... It's Mayan civilization. It takes place. It's all subtitled. Some serious violence. Serious violence. Yep. But then you learned something. Yep. What'd you learn? About the degradation of human society. Yeah. What did you learn? Man. Triumph through will. Okay. Try not to get your head cut off. Okay. Okay, Lenny Reifenstahl. Triumph. Reifenstahl. Triumph of the will. Ah, wow. Talk about a joke going whoosh, right over... Talk whoosh. about a joke going over the smart guy's head. Whoosh. Is that a literature joke? No, it's a film joke. No. Oh. I'll explain when we're done recording. Okie dokie. I don't know. That was my second time watching Apocalypto. Yes. And the only other time I ever watched it was, like, the day it came out on DVD in 2000, like, fucking seven or six or whatever that oh, was. Okay. Uh, I forgot how crazy the movie was. And, uh, I mean... I don't know if real early 16th century, 15th century Mayans and and indigenous people of Central America were as Americanized as they were in the film. And by, like, not so much Americanized, but civil. I don't know where I'm driving at. But, like, there was a lot of comparison to modern day society. Yes. But, you know, I think I think what it boils down to as as our generation of a bunch of snobby information age motherfuckers. You betcha. I bet you people, uh, I'm not crazy when, you know, you think Mayans and you just think of crazy. I still think of savages as savages, I guess is what I'm trying really? to drive at. So not by, think of Mayans like not by, Aztecs not by choice. Yeah. It's just like inherit. Hmm. It was like when I didn't realize that, you know, UK was the country and then that all these other ones were essentially states. You know, it's that stupid paradigm yes. that like, you teach it to a kid in fourth grade, and that's the, what sticks with them, even though they've learned so much more since. Yes. But you know what I learned from the movie? What did you learn? White people killed them all. Yes, sir. <laughs> At well, the end. Except for those who escaped to the forest. Yeah, but obviously they didn't do a very good job. Well, no, there's Mayan, Mayan culture and Mayan, the Mayan actual genetic line continued. I'm aware. Yeah, so... So we have work to do to get it out. <laughs> Maybe a little difficult at this point. So you say in my work's not done. Wow. Uh, Our four cents. Genocide. I, t- it's, I, t- <laughs> I said it in the beginning. It was like, we're not homophobic. We're just bigots. Ugh, it's terrible. Listen. It's terrible. I'm kidding. I would hope so. No, I mean... They uh, can't see the big smile and wink on your face over the radio. Well, maybe they can hear the sound of my eyelashes batting against each other. They are enormous. I don't know if you could hear that, but that's what that was. So, uh, honest, man done escape so like I mean, a fought in the I mean, wind. Apocalypto. What would you give it? Seven and a half. Why? Eight, maybe. Explain. I mean, the movie. The movie was good. The movie was very good, but uh, it had. I don't know. It'd be hard to recommend to people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, have you ever once in your life recommended The Passion to somebody? No. Yeah, me neither. Unless they were like, I want to know more about Jesus. I mean, even that, I wouldn't recommend, I would recommend them recommend watching that. Godspell before that. Yeah. The only time, if someone said some shit I'd like that. I'd go with Jesus Christ Superstar. Even better, but like, seriously, the only time you'll ever recommend Passion of the Christ to somebody is when they're like, I want to know how bad Jesus got his ass whooped. <laughs> You're like, well, sir, I have the movie for you. I want to see Cat of Nine Tails in action. Oh, wow. That, that is the one scene that still resonates yeah, with me. Does. Like, oh, Especially on the big screen. Like, is that his ribs? Oh, oh there is his bones. Ugh. It's terrible. Poor Jesus. Poor Jim Caviezel. Caviezel. However you pronounce that guy's name. Caviezel. I'll just smash your joke right there. It's Caviezel. Well, well fine. <laughs> it's Caviezel. Okay, can I hold that for you, sir? All right. Uh, yeah, I mean, I give Apocalypto like a 7 out of 10. Yeah. It's a really good movie. 
And, you know. It's just a little rough. It is, it is tough. A little rough around the edges. Mel Gibson. As a dead body in the movie. Exit through the gift shop. Oh, my God. Do you want to talk about that one for a little bit since oh my, you I, saw it I, first? Like, I don't know if I can talk about it without, like, if you plan on watching this movie, I, like, I can't, like, I don't want to ruin it. <laughs> I don't want to ruin it. No. There's not a whole lot to ruin. There isn't a whole, but that, that, that movie works on, like, five different levels. I maybe need to watch it again to see what these other levels are oh, you speaking man. of. Do you know that a lot of people think that the movie's a hoax? Yeah, that's what Justin was saying. He's yeah. like, you don't know if Banksy's still just kind of like, ha, gotcha. Yeah. Um, from what I was reading, like, obviously this guy Terry exists. Yes. And he has existed. Yeah, he just did an interview on, like, a, one of those documentary shows. Yeah. But, yeah. but what they're saying is that, like, the whole Mr. Brainwash thing is not him. Like, everything that this movie is is real for the exception of him being Mr. Brainwash. Really? Um and they they, they brought they in, imply that in the movie a little, uh, very little, but not enough. Like and and I'm going to try and spoil. You know, it's a documentary. Yes, and it's a documentary. I'm going to try and spoiler free a documentary as much as possible. Right. As weird as that sounds, <laughs> but uh, one of the bigger arguments to it being a hoax is that every time they showed footage of Terry painting mm. or creating art, he's just kind of dabbing paint everywhere well, and right. then it would and just that's, I mean that's his that it would just though. cut and it would be like the finished product and he'd be like yeah I did that yeah uh, and the other the other side to that argument is that like a lot of it looks like Banksy trying to be shitty because clearly you know Terry obviously well I mean he modeled himself after Banksy yeah so. well that I would say modeled is a very modest way to put it as he opposed to straight up copied, copied Banksy and and, Some of the other street artists, but that's what they're saying. They're saying that like, it you know he is Banksy essentially, and was like kind of like a joke and this and that. And I don't really know how to feel about it. Yeah. So I just take the movie as what it is—a movie about a guy who videotaped everything for no reason because he was nuts, and then slowly got into the street art thing, which leads me to our next movie, which I'm getting ahead of myself. I didn't bring this up to to you last night, but we'll get there when we get to the next movie. Okay. Um, but I certainly give, uh, exit through the gift shop as a movie on its own, mm-hmm. a seven out of 10 really as a documentary, a 10 out of 10. Certainly. Yeah. Cause yeah. If, if, you know, I don't want to just say 10 out of 10 and then people who don't actually like documentaries sit down and watch it. Uh, the one thing I will say though, mm-hmm. is that at one point I moved the mouse to see how long it had been. I was like, there's gotta be 20 minutes left in this movie. And I'd only made it through 15 minutes of the movie. <laughs> That's how much information. And it's not even like they're throwing information at you. It's just no. like so much shit keeps happening. Right. And you're just like, like uh, I was like, uh, I, I was like, man, this movie's gotta shocked. be, yeah, I was like, yeah. this movie's gotta be over already. Oh, I'm only 10 minutes in. Yeah. Unlike unlike life remote control, I haven't watched that one yet. Don't. All right. Don't. What do you give Exit Through the Gift Shop? Um, as a movie itself, uh, I'd give it a nine, huh. nine and a half. That's your highest. Like a ten. That's yeah. your highest I, rating I ever. I really like that movie. I want you to expand on this though. Well, why I like why? it? Why? So yeah. Um. Well, it, number one, you start out really liking the main character Terry. Yeah. You really like, I mean, he's just kind of a nut, and, you know, his wife, you know, thinks he's a nut, too, and his family thinks he's a nut, and he's just like, I like videotape and stuff, and he just so happens to kind of, he's not weaseling his way in, he just kind of falls in with these street artists. Yeah, right place, right time. And I don't even want to say weasels, but he, like, just kind of makes forces well, his, his way by being, is, like, a really well, his nice guy. cousin is Space Invader. Yeah, and he's, like, he's just being a really nice guy. Like, he helps him out, he takes care of him, and, like, and they're like, well, you know what? It adds legitimacy to our street art, because at the time, street art was, you know, erased the next day. Yeah. So, you know, other than the internet, they had, now they actually had footage of all of it. And, you know, his evolution from that kind of one-note character to what he becomes at the end of the movie is just... You don't see it coming, and you, and you realize how awesome Banksy is, like, halfway through the movie. And there's, like, all the stuff, and then you, as you learn about Banksy, which I didn't know anything about, like, I just, 
you know, Banksy's shit. Yes, he is. Yeah. I just the counterfeit money scene was just like so the funniest good. Like, thing ever. It's like I wanted to do and you know, and I realized we made a million quid in fake currency. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> yeah. Banksy's a cool dude. I hope that they never figure out who he really is. That's what Justin was saying, and I agree, I, I totally agree because like, let that go down in history you know, as I don't Banksy. Ca- like I don't want to know who he is. I, if he doesn't have a job and all he's an artist, that takes away from it somehow. And if, I don't care if he if he's like a bank teller somewhere. It also that takes, really away. takes yeah. away from it. Like, let it be known. Let it be known. You know, in a thousand years from now, that the, the dude was just named Banksy. Yeah, nothing more, nothing less. So awesome. totally agree. Leads me to the next movie we review. The and next movie. Hannah. Hannah. Did you notice all the street art in that movie? I like did. street art that was I saw in the documentary and I just I, I still I haven't I haven't had enough time uh between last night and today I did. to actually awesome. like look back to cuz I recognize a lot of it but I couldn't tell you if it was Shepard Fairey or, right. or Space Invader or whatever mm-hmm. but I was like holy shit like I recognize all of that. There's yeah. a lot of street art in Hannah. Yeah. Well, let's talk well, about Hannah. Yes. Hannah. Hannah is, for those that don't know or are familiar, uh, this is how I've been explaining it to people all day. I was like, Hannah is that movie trailer that you saw a while back of Eric Bana raising his girl in the woods to be a total badass set to the music of the Chemical Brothers. Yes. And everybody was like, yeah, I kind of remember that. Today, so kick-ass? I, yeah. Yeah, today somebody was like, oh, is it scary? And I was like, oh, it's not meant to be. It's an action movie. And they're like, oh, okay, okay. It's like, what the fuck? What did you think of Hannah? I I enjoyed the movie. Yeah? I mean, it had its down moments. I had a few of them. And you said this, like, when there wasn't action going on, I realized that they were trying to build character. But, like, I cared more about the secondary characters than they did about the main ones. Yeah. No, the whole point of the movie was... I cared more about the Moroccan hotel oh, owner than, than Hannah? I cared about Hannah. <sighs> and I think that's why sir, what how her character plays out is meant to do... They, they, you, know, you don't care. There's no reason to care about Hannah in the first half of yeah, the movie because... no emotions to begin with. But I'm also really unclear on Eric Bana's motives of the movie. Yeah, he, I agree. And there's... All right, heavy... Hannah spoilers coming. Yeah. All right. So we'll, we'll we give you really we'll give you about it. two Hannah's seconds. Not nearly as good as you know. Extra yeah. Up, so so heavy spoilers coming in like five seconds. Okay. <sighs> okay. So he's part of this government project where you know they're impregnating or like they're they're snatching women out of abortion clinics. They're coercing. They're not them. really snatching them. Ah, uh, give me. Yeah. Let me finish the sentence. Okay. And, you know they're snatching up bitches from abortion clinics, coercing them into having their own having the children yes. and genetically engineering them. Yes. Eric Bana, let's just assume, falls in love with the one. Right. She has the kid. Two years goes by, and all of a sudden, Kate Blanchett's like, "Well, we have to kill everybody, right? Because this is the CIA in the movie land. It's, you know, it's born identity, except with little kids, with babies. Yeah. So they just wipe them all out. Uh, he escapes with them because he loves them, and yes. so, so this is where I get lost. He escapes with them because you know they try to. They're going to breed these kids to be super soldiers, right? Doesn't want that for her. Doesn't want her to die either. Escapes with them. The mom gets got. Yeah. So what does Eric Bana do? He brings her into the woods to condition her to become what she was made to be. Yes. I, that just doesn't sit right with me. I, don't I know feel if like she, Eric Bana escaped with her to make it so she wasn't gonna be a serial killer. I think she escaped, he escaped with her so that she wouldn't die. No, I, I yeah, yeah, obviously, but like instead, you know, because what. It, towards the end and the climax when she's confronting Eric Bana. Right. And he's like, yo I, yo, I am your father and I love you and I brought you to the woods to turn you into a killer anyway. Right. Like, did, did you read that the way I'm reading it? Or did... Because doesn't it seem like he would just, like, bring it... Like, if I was him and uh-huh. did this and brought her to the woods, I would probably bring her to the woods because the whole intelligence agency would be looking for me if I popped up on the grid. Yeah. And this is just the only way we can live. Yeah. We're just here to live. But instead, he trains her for 16 years to one day turn on the button so they're all going to come find her. 
And and I know that it was only gilded by revenge, right? But like, it just seems a little stupid to me that I agree. This stupid, but I mean, it's, I think it's an act of emotion. If you, I mean, really want to put still, that much thought into it, but well, yeah, I just I don't understand why he would train her to do the one thing that she was meant to do because she's designed to do that. And she, I mean, do you really think she would work? What well, you saw her with like other kids? Like, she was she sixteen years old. She didn't even know what electricity was. I know, but she like she couldn't interact like. Because she has no feelings. I don't think she has... One way or the other. He conditioned her to have no feelings. But they're, like, designed... They were designed you know, I, I to I got that, but you can that, break right? out of the mold. True. Like, clearly the movie shows that because by the end of the movie, she is a almost normal person asking the question, why did you do this to me? Right. I just don't understand his motivation. That's that's what I'm driving at. I just don't understand... Like, and I understand I all of the motivation. I this early, but, like, you never asked that about Kick-Ass. What? The kick-ass, the movie? The movie, kick-ass. What his motivation is? Yeah. I don't need to because I have the same motivation. Like, why does nobody do... No, 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 not... I'm talking about Nicolas Cage's character in kick-ass. That made... And raising his daughter. But that made more sense. She wasn't, like, a genetically engineered fucker to do this. No. She was just a kid, and he's clearly psychologically disturbed. Well, right. That... But, I mean, it, and you, the mob killed his family. Yeah. No, yeah. it's I, I see it's, what you're uh, trying to get I'm me. Saying. I see like, yeah. I see what you're trying to get me to realize. Yeah. But I, I like I don't agree with what Nick Cage did to okay. Mindy. Okay. But like that makes more sense to me than what Eric Bana did with Hannah. Mindy's his daughter. Yeah, and, and his, they, they do live in like the city. They live yeah. in the city. That was his daughter. His he was framed, his wife died with the baby in her uterus. The baby survived. He didn't see this baby for five years. Oh, okay. Finally gets out, and the only thing that he can think of is revenge. Right. Makes sense to me. Yes. Eric Bana, not the father. Yes. Not the father. Right. Genetically engineered girl. He, Which he may have done, or may not have done. That's true, but, yeah. it, well, you have to assume that that's not his daughter at all. Well, yes. And you have to also assume that he's not. Actually, I thought it was Kate Blanchett's daughter. Because he even said I that. I thought Kate Blanchett was the father halfway through the movie. That's weird. I know. She is a manly bitch. No, no. I thought, like, anyway. <laughs> that's weird. Yeah. No, you know, this is. It's not his child. It's like. He I don't know. the mom, though. You know, maybe. Yeah. I, it, 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 I see what you're trying to, to, to drive at, yeah. but I just don't agree. I think Nicolas Cage, that was one thing. Uh-huh. Eric Bana, I don't I just don't understand the motivation. Like he took that, that little girl into the woods and ended up doing exactly what the government would have done. Except the government was gonna kill her. I know that, but if yeah. they didn't kill her. That's honestly I like, mean and he was an agent that was trained to do that too, so I He just he could have raised her as a normal girl anywhere. But he was not raised as a normal person, so I don't I don't you know Alright, alright, alright. We can we can go, we go, can in go circles into this, yeah. all night. <laughs> All I'm going to say is that Hannah's a really awesome movie. The Chemical Brothers soundtrack is amazing. Is incredible. It's 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 not as good as Daft Punk's Tron soundtrack, but it's right. just it's like right in the same uh boat. It's uh, in the same vein. I give the movie a 6 out of a 6 out of 10 though, only because um like when there wasn't action going on, I just I I give it a 6.5 out of 10. Like Yeah, it's, I think that's what I gave it. It was a 6 and a half. But to be fair, it's uh, it was directed by Joe Wright, who did The Soloist and Pride and Prejudice. Okay. So he's got a very weird background yeah, yeah. for an action movie. Did you movie. ever see The Soloist? No. I never saw it either. I wanted to. But I don't know. I liked it. I just, uh, you know. Yeah, I enjoyed it for what it was, but what it was was not very much. You know, if you think I have problems with the loopholes in that movie, just wait till we get to the next thing on our <sighs> list. Uh, okay. what, do you, what do you give Hannah? I told you. I gave it a six and a half. Mm. That's right, you did say that. I yes, wasn't sir. listening. What did you think about Terra Nova? What did I think about it Terra Nova? It doesn't make sense to have a break right there. I don't know. There's going to be a break right after this. Okay, fine. Okay. That's fine. Terra Nova. Zach, what did you think about Terra Nova? Whoo! The first 20 minutes of the two-hour pilot kick ass. were pretty kick-ass. The this uh, computer-generated imagery was pretty top drawer. Yeah, um, some scary-looking Earth going on. The pacing was kept me into it. Yeah. You know, like boom, you have a you have an illegal child. Boom, you're in jail. Boom, you're out of jail. 
boom, you're breaking into the time travel place. Boom, you're back in time. And that's when everything went downhill. Uh, and that's when they stepped on the large break and said, the next 20-minute story is going to be told over an hour and a half. Yeah. <laughs> Pacing immediately slows down. And, and here's the thing, man. And it totally takes a right turn. I've like, never disagreed like action, with IO9. Action, moving forward, having a great time. Ah! Yeah. Emo. Yeah, television show. Yeah. Like, television format. Sitcom. Fucking... I need a laugh track. Oh, my God. I have never disagreed with IO9 and IGN at the same time. I either, you know, I'm all... It's one or the other. It's it's usually one or the other or both that I concur with. Yeah. But, like, they both had nothing but kind of good things to say about this fucking show. Not everything, but kind of more than needed to be. I remember looking at you and being like, CG's not too bad, man. And then they got to the fucking past where the show takes place. Or the future. Or the past. The past future? Future past? You can Nobody tell that can... we're not, like, we're, you can tell, like, we're really not interested in the show. And, like, we were having side conversations while the show was happening, even though there were commercials. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I find there's a lot of holes. I mean, granted, it's the first episode. And granted, I believe that me and you are spoiled from watching Doctor Who on time travel shows. Right. I'm spoiled from watching Lost and Quantum Leap as a child. Right. Well, not Lost as a child, but Quantum Leap when I was a kid. And Lost. Lost Terminator, is kind of... Yeah, Terminator. Like, you know, all right, let me, let me create it. We got screwed at a ter- enjoying Terranova's... Oh, let me start this over. We got screwed out of enjoying Terranova's time travel premise mm-hmm. because of good time travel science fiction. Yes. Apparently, they're 85 million years in the past in an alternate timeline, but but there's a faction of people who want to control the past to manipulate the future. Of a future that's different than ours. But my biggest problem is, is that in about 20 million years, if these people even make it that far, because, you know... 20 million years... Pretty fucking long time. The, the real human race has yeah. only been around for uh, a couple hundred thousand. Yeah. Um, what about the cataclysm that wipes out all life on the planet? Like, mm, why... You know, that giant meteor that comes by. And... No, you. if you control the past... You can control the meteors. <laughs> and, like, you know, and I really like how Stephen Lang, who's the commander... Yeah. ...is pretty much playing the, like... Tell you, Michael Ironside. He's, he's pretty much playing the same character, but opposite morals from Pandora. Or not Pandora, from, I'm sorry, Avatar. Avatar. Yeah. Opposite morals. Like, all right, that guy went to this new lush paradise... Yeah, to totally destroy to the destroy crap it. out of it. Yeah. This guy is a crazy military motherfucker who's going to this new paradise but wants to actually achieve something with it. Right, to build a civilization. So we know so far. But I was reading some spoilers where they're like his estranged son who, uh, you know, only left the, the Terra Nova compound because of something they did in the past future. Right. You know, yeah. and that's what's killing me too. The they're like, past. yeah, and nobody knows how to say these things. And the premise that they built it on is that someone may trip. Yeah. It's a one-way trip. You yep. can only go back. You cannot go forward. Yep. And that's fine and all. The future can't interact with us other than sending messages in one direction. Yeah. So whatever happens back there, nobody in the future gives two shits. And that's... Because they don't know. Well, that's the other thing. There's, like, the six pilgrimage... All right, there, you know, when the characters were introduced to her on their 10th pilgrimage into the past which means the the 10th group of people go back but apparently the sixth pilgrimage was sent by some other faction and this and that and that and this and i don't know what the fuck's going on but it's not very enjoyable the cg of the dinosaurs is pitiful and io9 and ign were both like when was jurassic park 1990 fucking three and that was gorgeous Yeah, yeah gorgeous they used one computer yeah and it took it them three years to render one eight, footage. Eighteen years later. And the CG not only looks not as good, but way worse. I just, I don't know, man. I that, really that wanted to like it. That shot of two of them standing at the top of that cliff. Looking down. Looking down. I was like, I could do that. Yeah. And you were like, I've done that. Yeah. <laughs> I've made it look just that good. That's awful. I don't know. I really, really wanted to like Terra Nova. I did too. I don't think I'm going to watch it. No. I may give it one or yeah, two more episodes. Maybe give it an episode or two. Because, you know, I've got like that. Like me and the new girl. 
Oh, fuck you. <laughs> Go watch Whitney. No. No, we no saved that for Bob and Dan. Bob and Dan take care of the Whitney reviewing for yeah. us. That's fine. Hopefully they hopefully they get to review they review Broke Girls too, so we don't have to watch that either. Oh, uh, don't worry, nobody else is either. Yeah, at least not with the sound on. <sighs> I will say this, the day Cat Dennings poses for Playboy, I will buy it. I won't buy it. I'll just search it online for a couple minutes, like I did with Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. Look at him go, huh, that's it. And right, move on with my life. Uh, if Terra Nova was a movie, what would you rate it? If it was a movie. It was a movie? Yeah. I mean, it was an hour and 40 minutes long. Yeah. Three and a half. If Terra Nova was a TV show, what would you rate it? Four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as a pilot, I'm giving it a 5 out of 10. Yeah. It's just not good. Yeah. This wasn't good. See, a 5 puts it too close to Hannah. <laughs> yeah, but that and was I a enjoyed movie. Hannah. That was a movie. I know. I rated this as a TV show. Yeah. Now we can take a real break. Woohoo, real break. So we can come back and close that. That's what we learned on the podcast today. Yo, let me get a penny for your thoughts. I was asking, you know, let me get a penny for your thoughts. No, no, no. So, Zachary. Yeah. I'm going to keep using my radio voice today. All right. What did you learn on the podcast today? I learned that after six beers... Six beers. You don't remember things we do on the show. No, usually not. And I have learned that it is good to have John Carmichael around to point out, A. Sloppy. I'm often more right than you are. Whatever. And B, you're a sloppy drunk. I'm not a sloppy drunk. And, and, I'm and, a happy man. Yeah, by happy, I was going to say a little gay. Oh, wow. Well, me yeah. too. I was involved in this. I was yeah. here. Hey. It was me too. Mm. You're not alone in the gayness. You're not alone. At, well, it takes two to tango. Oh, man. Not for me. <laughs> uh, I learned that... Um, oh, I forgot to give you a movie. Yes, you next did. Week. If you don't watch it, though, uh-huh. I will be... You're going to have to incur like a lot of wrath from somebody. Okay. Like some, I'm going to let the air out of your tires. I'm going to piss in your gas tank and pour sugar in there. I don't know. Wow. I'm going to do something drastic dangerous. if you don't watch the Girl, movie. Girl, you're so dangerous. You have to wor- watch Earth Girls Are Easy. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah. Is that the one with, like, Jeff Goldblum and... Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And I only give you such a piece of shit movie... Because you didn't watch oh. X-Files, and I had to do the review as you, and then I had to switch the movie. I think it's on Hulu, actually. It's on Hulu and Netflix. Oh. Yep. Fine. Yep. <laughs> I'm not happy about this. I learned that Our I'm... Our ex- proto-film jitsu that we have going on. <laughs> I learned that I cannot wait to hear your review. I'm taking copious notes. Good. Copious notes. I actually found my notes of In the Name of the King mm. in here. There was a lot of... A lot How of, glorious it was. There was a lot of behooving going on. <laughs> What'd you learn? Let's see. I learned that Zach tends to keep around the middle in the rating system. Hover about the middle. It's true. I do hover about the middle, but there's, like, really nothing we've watched here that deserves, any, in my opinion, anything lower than a five. In the name of the king. What did <laughs> I give it? I don't even remember. Probably gave it a five. Ugh. I don't know. I'll go back and listen. Ugh. Which is good. I was meaning to do that so I could compile what we've rated all these movies. Which is funny, because I only really, like, in my scale of ratings, like, the more mediocre and the less I give a shit about a movie, that makes it lower on the scale. Like, SWAT as a movie, for instance, I use SWAT all the time. Like, it's a dead center five on most people's scale. For me, it's like a zero. Because this is the is mediocrest movie ever it created. Is, it's two hours long with an hour and ten minutes of opening scenes. It's, it's an hour and ten minutes of glass breaking is really what it is. Yeah. <laughs> But Colin Farrell's such a dream. Oh, yeah, and Michelle Rodriguez totally doesn't play the same character in every movie she's no. ever Would in. Would you have sex with her? Michelle Rodriguez? Yeah. Yeah, probably. Okay, just asking. Wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah. yeah she'd whoop my ass. Well, yeah. 
and I don't think I'd be I, one of those. I don't think I'd like it. Yeah, you would. I don't think I would. Yeah, I I'd be would. excited that I had sex with Michelle Rodriguez, but all the bruises would suck. Yeah, and then you have to tell people he kept walking into doors. What do you think would be more bruised, your body or your pride? Both. Yeah, probably. No, I think my pride would be pretty high. Yeah. 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 I don't care how many bruises I have. But like, listen. What if you'll never guess what I just did? What if she was the man? Ooh. Would your pride still be intact? See, my personal pride would be down, but my outward appearance would still be way up. <laughs> okay. All right. Go back. Continue with what you learned. Um. I learned that it's drafty in here, without pants on. Yes. Yes. Other yeah. than that, I learned nothing. Good. Nothing. Other than then I need to put a little bit more time into my uh um R4 Sense movie game so that it's not so damn easy. Yeah, well when they're all Bruce Willis movies and the dude's like my great uncle, you yeah. know. I, ca- yeah. I can't help but not know my great uncle's yeah. work. Hudson Hawk. Hudson Hawk. Yeah, it's a movie. It's a Bruce Willis movie. Oh. Is that all you learned? There was there was a big list of Bruce Willis movies that I'd never heard of. Before. He's in a lot. You know what? You should categorize that list into movies he has hair and movie he doesn't. Yes. And see see which list is longer. I forget what movie I was looking at that he said he plays himself in. North? No, oh. he's the bunny rabbit in North. Yes. I forget which one it is. Maybe th- Charlie's Angels. Oh no! Wrong! Wrong! Ocean's Twelve. That's what it is. It's the one I haven't seen. It's you see. All right, here's uh, we're gonna go after this because I don't want to spend another five ten minutes talking about a movie okay. that everybody else has seen. Especially as mediocre as Ocean's no, Twelve. No, Ocean's Twelve hated it. Mm-hmm. Hated it. Saw it again. Hated it. Saw it again. Why Loved do you keep it. Watching things that you hate because sometimes I'm not sure why I didn't like it. Okay. Um, Ocean's Twelve. If you look at that movie as like a straight up follow up to the very incredible Ocean's Eleven, right. you'll be sorely disappointed. If you watch that movie for exactly what it is, eleven of like the best actors right now, like yeah. the, their chemistry, it's pretty time. much their chemistry is just so good mm-hmm. that after like the third time I saw that movie. You got to think. The first time I probably saw it in theaters or rented it. Right. Second time it was either on TV or someone else yeah, had it, or and I was like, "With a friend or something." And yeah. then the third time was probably just me on my own, and I'm pretty sure I was stoned. But like that movie is so funny, it it's kind of good. If you look at it as a crime thriller, oh okay, it's not very good. Okay. If you just watch it, if you just watch it to watch fodder. It's some of the best fodder you get out there because it's there. The banter between all eleven of those motherfuckers is just so top drawer. And Julia Roberts. That's the one part that I still hate about the movie mm-hmm. when Julia you Roberts don't you plays not like herself. Julia Roberts? I hate Julia Roberts. Yeah. I'd rather bang. Oh well, yeah, doesn't she play? No, she Julia pl- well Roberts she plays she too? plays Tess, okay. but they're all like you know they're gonna do a con and half of them are in jail mm-hmm. and they're like well. We could do like whatever the, you know. You know how cons and movies always have crazy names. Like, right. well, we could do a driving Miss Daisy. And they're like, well, we need a blah blah blah. One hell and, of a Miss Daisy. And then they realize that she is a dead ringer for Julia Roberts. Oh. So that's a joke. But that still just pisses me off. I'm like, that's too meta. Oh, okay. Is meta the right word for yes. that? Yes. No, that's perfect. I uh, that's all. I all right. Add that to what I learned tonight. I finally learned how to use meta. I'm so meta. Even this acronym. If you want to call us, please call us 224-366-7814. We'll talk to you and like you. Well, we won't talk to you because it's a voicemail, but we'll talk to you about it later and when yeah. we listen to it well, when we record. Well, third person talk to you about it. Fucking A. Maybe even fourth person talk to you about that it. That sounds kinky. Mm. Uh, we're on Facebook.com slash R4Cents, Twitter.com slash R4Cents. R4Cents. R4Cents at Blogspot.com and Friendship Mountain for all your friendship and mountaining needs. Mountaineering needs. Imagineering? Sure Friend- does. Friendshipaneering? Friendshipaneering? If a tree falls on a woman mm-hmm. and no one's around to hear it, uh-huh. how did the tree get into the kitchen? That's terrible. Good night. That's terrible. <laughs> I do not endorse any part of this episode. That's funny. You endorsed last week's. 
My name is Mark Schmidt, and I endorse this episode. Good man. Good night. Good night.